0: Welcome to Stack of Stats. I am Pam Maldonado, joined by DFS analyst for TourJunkies.com, Anthony Chata, and we're here to preview all the analytics behind the PGA Bets. Charter, welcome to have you on. How did your bets go last week?
1: Um, I think they went okay. <laughs>
0: uh, got the outright. <laughs> Even in a six-way playoff, call the outright with who is your man?
1: Kevin Kisner, but we should have had Russell Henley before that, but okay.
0: It was really nice to have Henley up in there. I unfortunately only told you on Henley and did not do Kisner but when I tweeted you that I only did Henley and you reminded me that we had Kisner, I live bet Kisner. So I still made out with the little person. Hey, there we <laughs> so go. It was very fortunate. But this week we yeah. are moving on to the Northern Trust. It is the first leg of the FedEx Cup play- playoffs, which starts this week with the Northern Trust in-, in Jersey City. Jersey on the line in the next three weeks, a $15 million prize concluding with the tour championship in three weeks. What happens is you have the Northern Trust this week. Only top 70 are eligible to play, the BMW next week, and then followed by the tour championship the week after. Is there any little tidbits that you can give us about the tour championship and whatnot?
1: No, but I mean, like you say there's 15 million. I mean, there's like 50 million dollars really, like mm-hmm. up for grabs everywhere. I mean, first place, yes, it's 15 million, but like even if you just make the tour championship at 30th place, it's still like a $400,000 payday. So like, you know, last year we had the the Mac Hughes who made a, a monster putt on the 18th hole, of the BMW championship to book his seat and wow. like a payday for, for that type of guy is like, you know, that that's the biggest check he's ever received in his career. Wow. Um, he was able to power that lay that up until like six or 700 K I believe, but still like making, you know, the, the, the playoffs in golf is probably like, You know, when you can when you think of the Super Bowl or the Stanley Cup playoffs, the FedEx Cup playoffs just seems kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's a couple (laughs) golf tournaments. But like in the grand scheme of things like that money and not only that, but like making the Masters and getting into the US Open without having to qualify, like all of that shit is huge. And, you know, a lot of the guys are going to turn it on.
0: So motivation will not be short this week with any player in a field of 125 in the field. U.S. Open champ John Rahm plus 950 favorite. You can shop around and still find a 10 out there. You have Jordan Spieth plus 1,600 who won the Valero Open. Winner of the British Open Colin Morikawa shares Dustin Johnson plus 1,800 who won this event last year, though it was played at TPC Boston. Hasn't won a title since the November Masters. How am I docking him for not winning a golf tournament in, um, in less than a year? But I am. That's one of the things that I'm using. Gold medal Olympic winner Zendo shoffly is plus 2,000. That runs out the top five. And then looking at the top five in the FedEx Cup rankings, Morikawa, Spieth, Patrick Cantlay, Harris English, and Rom. What well, can you tell us about anything else extra about the field?
1: I mean, for a lot of guys, the pressure kind of will be off because like last week, you know there was huge amounts, a lot of guys were just trying to book their the, the, the their job for next uh, year, like to secure it. So you know, we might see a lot of guys from way down low, you know, try to make a run at this thing. and this is like an elite field. I mean, mm-hmm. these are the like literally the strongest fields you'll ever see in golf because outside you know, of a major. Yeah, but even even in a major strength of field wise, these generally peak better because at majors, you have so many different qualifiers, you know, at the Masters, you only have 90 players, you know, PGA Championship, you have all of the PGA Professionals of America, blah, 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 all the qualifiers. There's no there's nothing for that. If right. you need to be in the, hop, the top 125 in the PGA Tour. And, you know, th- this is this is where the show starts.
0: The course that is in Jersey City, New Jersey, it is Liberty National Golf Club, a par 71. It is roughly 7,400 yards. Benton Grass Fairways, Benton Grass Greens. I like it. It's going to make it a little bit more of a challenge. Patrick Reed holds a 72-hole record at this exact course. He shot 16 under in 2019. 18-hole record was a 62 in 2013 and 2019 by Kevin Chapel and Troy Merritt. Half of the holes, they have water. It comes into play either off yeah. the tee or on your approach. Bunkers yep. everywhere. Um yes. the, There's three par fives. Two, I would say maybe three are reachable. There's three yeah. par threes that are about 200 yards. But the fairways are pretty wow. wide. I would yeah. say that this is a less than driver course. Would you agree? And what mm-hmm. stats are you using for this week?
1: I wouldn't say. I mean, like off the tee, you can really just bomb it. And a lot of guys will bomb it because the rough isn't really going to be penal. And, you know, because the greens are like smaller than tour average um, and, you know, kind of, kind of like last week where they're like Donald Ross, esque very undulating and tough to hold. You, you're not going to want to have a 200 yard plus shot, which actually um, amounts for like 33% of the approach shots at this course over the last three uh, times it was run here. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be tough. So I, I definitely give an edge to the bombers. Um, obviously it's the second shot golf course. The approaches have to be good because the greens are so tight around the green is going to be important because, you know, you're going to have some, some f- false fronts type of thing. And, and, you know, really tough to keep the ball in on the putting surface. And then, yeah, you're going to be good at putting on, on bent grass.
0: More importantly, that is what I looked at, bent grass first. I like to, especially on uh, greens like this, it does make a difference. You see players who have bomb iron shots, but then they just like screw up all over the greens because they can't put for shit. And so I'm looking at the players who, do you have a great iron shot? And can you putt on bent grass greens? I don't want this. None. Of, I don't want none of this. Oh, I'm great off the tee. I'm great with my iron shot. It doesn't matter if your short game is not there. Could it be there? Yeah. Absolutely. In a week where putting is probably the most volatile, in every week where putting is the most volatile. However, in this field like this, I for me, I need to see both. So iron shot for me, yeah. tee to green, and then uh, how you perform on bent grass greens, which leaves. To- avoidance too. Bogey avoidance, which leads us into your number one golfer. Is, well, not number one, but your first golfer is Brooks Kepka. You're kind yeah. of treating this like a major, I am assuming, because he is here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. Top, top 20 plus 120, top 10 plus 225 and to win plus 2500. He does not do well on bent grass greens. He has about 10 events played and only one has been in the top 20. He missed the cut the last two times. One was at the Masters in in April, and then the other was Byron Nelson, but that was a team event, so you can't really count it against him. But he did take seventh at the November Masters, but prior to that, he doesn't have a finish inside the top 20. Um, but we know that Brooks Kepka is Brooks Kepka. He's great off the tee. His iron shots are there, so collectively his ball striking is phenomenal. Off and on with his around the green, and putting can be off and on. So what can you tell me about why you like Kepka other than the obvious?
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say, if anyone didn't expect to hear BK's name, you have not been around for very long. Obviously, he's my my favorite active golfer. And, I mean, yeah, it's this is this is the time for Brooks to show up. He wants that FedEx Cup. Um, he posted a video of him <laughs> showing off to Portnoy yesterday, um, blindfolded, hitting a left handed uh, okay, okay. putt. Let's 50 be real. Feet.
0: Let's be real. How many takes do you think that took? I don't even know if it
1: matters. Like, even if he was there for an hour, Brooks is a right hander. He hit a like 50 foot uphill. Swinging putt, blindfolded, left-handed. <laughs> I I don't even know if it matters how long you've been there. Just to have done that one time is amazing. But regardless of the form, like obviously Brooks has been battling injuries for like a, a year. But like if you look at his last forty-nine rounds on bent courses, he's fourteenth tee to green, twelfth ball striking. He's fifth off the tee. He's fifth in DK scoring. So he obviously makes a lot of birdies and eagles and can put himself in those positions. So I'm not re- really worried about the, the kind of recent bent form. I mean, even at the masters, he had like a broken leg. I mean, he was like mm-hmm. being carried up the Hills. Right. So I, I don't, you know, I'm not really going to take too much of that, but over the last three months, his ball striking has been top notch. Like he's top of the field. He's mm-hmm. third in and opportunities gained fourth, my model it's yeah. bring on the Brooks. It's Brooks time.
0: And he shows up for the big events. He took second at the PGA Championship, fourth at the U.S. Open, fifth at the Travelers, uh, sixth at the Open Championship. So uh, this is a big-time event. It's not a major, but it is a big-time event. Lots of money on the line. Uh, Everybody else is hungry, just as he is. The other player sure. that you have on your card is Daniel Berger, top 20 plus 150, top 10 plus 325 and to win 3300. This is somebody that I could back and get on board with because I initially had him, but he didn't make my card in the end, but his ball his one of the best iron players and yeah. how he does on bent grass greens. He does pretty well. He does have a 17th place finish at the Zozo. He took third at the Byron Nelson. though that was a team event outside of yeah. that though. Those are his only top 20 finishes in his last one, two in his last six starts on bent grass greens. But as of late, his ball striking is up there. He's not only gaining Too strokes, good, He's gaining like high strokes, not off the tee, but it is with his irons. And he is able to either gain strokes or stay neutral putting. What are some of the analytics that have you Einberger for this week in this type of field?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's sitting up there. Pretty high too. He's he's guaranteed. Well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say he's guaranteed a, a spot in the tour championship. But I mean, if he has a couple of okay performances, it's pretty much a lock. But he's coming in second in approach over the last three months, second in bogey avoidance, third in greens and regulation, which is going to be huge this week. Um, I, yeah, I just kind of like his prowess too. Obviously, the the par five and par four scoring is going to be important this week. He does those very well. And and yeah, I just
0: and if you want to talk uh, about recent form, he is coming into this with some great form. He has made a top 10 in his last three events. He took seventh at the U.S. Open. He took 34th at the John Deere. But after that, he took eighth at the British Open. I'm going to call it that. And then fifth at the WGC St. Jude Invitational just last week. So he's coming into this with some really great form. His his bank grass. It's right there. And you already named off some of the Mm. analytics. I like it. Another player, the next three players are going to be ones that both you and I share. So we have a smaller card this week, and it starts first with the favorite, John Rom, top 20. His odds aren't great. It is minus 175, but it is valid. And I would probably fire a top 20. I'm going to be real. (laughs) For top 10, it's plus 110, and to win is plus 1000, 10 to 1. Shop around. I don't anything less than a thousand is out there, but you can also still find a 10 to one. He is phenomenal on bent grass greens in his last five starts. Phenomenal. Anyway, he's phenomenal period, but especially (laughs) so on bent grass greens and not even because he's like gaining strokes, putting on bent grass greens. His just iron play, his ball striking is just so good that everything he does. If he's, he stayed neutral on his putting on bent grass and yet he has finished 17th at the CJ cup, second at the Zozo seventh at the masters fifth at the masters and 34th at Byron Nelson. But that was a team event. But as of late, I mean, he, <laughs> in his last six starts, fifth, seventh cut, uh, we'll forgive him for that. It was Wolfsburg Fargo. 34th at the Byron Nelson eighth at the PGA championship, missed the cut at the Memorial won the U S open. And then he took third at the open. We haven't seen him since we haven't seen him play in a month. Is that a worry?
1: No, but he didn't miss the cut at the Memorial. He got COVID oh, on Saturday true. night with a six shot yes. lead.
0: Thank you, you for reminding Q. me where we all had him as an outright. And yeah. he was up with a six stroke lead and had to leave because of COVID. So then, yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, since so then, then he's essentially, been
1: fucking crazy.
0: So let's be real. He <laughs> took eighth, first, first and third. Those are his last four starts. So, yeah. But the fact that we haven't seen him in a month, is that a worry?
1: No. I mean, he's just been chilling. He, I mean, he was supposed to be at the Olympics. He got COVID again, again. Or, or contact <laughs> or got contact traced. I, I think I'm not exactly sure. I mean, golf is just one of those sports where it's so hard to get concrete information from anything. It, it's the, obviously the worst sport for, for that. Um, I, I guess even with tennis, I think you have some issues there, too, but golf is just literally the worst. It's just an individual sport. You can't find shit about anything, but no, I'm not worried at at all about Rom. If he did have anything wrong with him, he's had plenty of time just to chill. Um, You know, he's, it's been known that he, he doesn't really need to be golfing every single day or every week to stay competitive. He's the number one golfer for a reason. And I think, especially with, with him being able just to bomb it at this course, I I don't know if I don't really know if many can compete with Rom if he's on this week.
0: Rom so, has gained like, strokes in every single category in four straight events.
1: Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he he's number one for a reason. It, he, he probably will be number one for quite a while. And yeah, it's it, a top ten with plus money. That is like a seriously good bet this week.
0: Harris English is the next guy that we both share top 20 plus 200 top 10 plus 400 and to win 4,000. I have never really been a Harris English fan, but as of late, he's kind of proven me wrong. He did really well. And then for a while there, he really was not doing well. he's had a really yeah. rough <laughs> after he won earlier in the year in January. After that, he missed a couple cuts. He was taking like 50th place finishes. Didn't see a top yeah. 20, but as of late in the last couple of months, he has flipped a switch where he was seeing red in almost everything. He is now seeing yeah. green in his last five tournaments in looking at his last five he took 14th, and it all started at the Paul. Well, really started at Byron Nelson team event. But he took 14th at the Palmetto. He took third at the U.S. Open. He took first at the Travelers Championship, and then at the British Open, he took 46. But we'll forgive him for that because it was coming right off a win. Really hard to do. Yeah, he just won a <laughs> tournament. But then after that, he said, "Hey, I'm going to do it again," and he took a fourth place finish at the WGC St. Jude just last week.
1: He should have won.
0: And why is that? But well, ends. I
1: mean, he had the lead, and then oh, yeah. he was playing with Bryson on Sunday, and they got put on the clock because Bryson plays so frigging slow, mm-hmm. and it and it just iced hair. You could tell, and like afterwards, he he didn't call out Bryson. He just you know he said what was on his mind without throwing anyone under the bus. And I know he got a lot of praise for that, but I mean that that's just I mean he it's such a good lead, but you could just tell that you know they were under so much pressure because. You know they risk having a penalty, so you can't take as much time as you want. But anyway, he he should have won, and and that's kind of what the the form I'm taking into this week too. the 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 results are just are decent lately.
0: Combine that with he has gained strokes putting on bent grass greens in his last four events. I like it. I like Harris English this week. The other player and the third player that both you and I share is a boy, Jordan Spieth. Spieth. Top 20, minus 120. Top 10, plus 165. And to win is a smaller, plus 1600. He has done phenomenal on bentgrass Grass Greens in his last three tournaments. His last three tournaments on bent Grass. Third ninth, second. bentgrass Grass is one of his better surfaces. And then, of yeah. course, in 2021, he decided to say, hey, I'm going to do better than I did in 2020. And he hasn't stopped since. He took third, ninth, 30th, second, 18th, 19th, second at the British Open. He did take 12th at the... WGC, but it and he lost strokes off the tee on his approach. So overall, boss striking. But if you see his individual rounds, it was like one or two shots, and that was yeah. it.
1: So, he hadn't. wasn't really a great fit for, for Spieth anyway. So, yeah.
0: so why do you think this course is a great fit for him now?
1: Well, his off the tee has been lacking, and Correct. the tight courses are one of the reasons why he. Can't compete every week is because driving really hasn't ever been his thing. So if if he gets nice wide open fairways with some less than penal rough,
0: which is what uh, this is,
1: yeah, you, you, you get a look out because even though his approaches aren't great, like he he's still such a good short game specialist that. All he has to do is get up there and then just let old Spieth take over. He makes, you know, a ton of birdies. The the bogey avoidance is still there, too. Lots of greens and regulation. Amazing par four scoring.
0: And he's a great short. He's a great putter. And yeah. at the in the April Masters, he actually lost nearly three strokes putting and still took third. So if he yeah. put that at neutral or if he just came into the tournament and just, like, put a neutral for this four-day event, he could come out with a win. I love Jordan yep. beat this week. Yeah, the, those are the three players that you and I share, and then the other player that I like on my card is Cam Smith. Top twenty plus one hundred and fifty. Oh top top ten is plus three hundred and twenty-five, and to win is plus four thousand five hundred. I have never once bet Cam Smith. Uh let's go. Let's see if he can do it for me this <laughs> week. But he does really well. He is a short he's not somebody who's going to gain off the tee or necessarily gain off his iron shots because he is a short game player. Well, what do you think his best putting surface is? Ben grass. He has gained yeah. He has gained on putting like every tournament that he has played. And he does really well in these big time events. He took 2nd at the November Masters. He took 10th in the April Masters. And he, and he has won a tournament this year, so he knows what that feeling is like. He won the Zurich Classic in April. That wasn't too long ago. And he's coming yeah. into this playing a really good field also in the WGC St. Jude. He took fifth, where he gained strokes, butting, of course, on and around the green, and he even gained some off the tee and pretty much stayed neutral with his iron shot. That's what I want to see. Somebody who doesn't always gain with his irons and can stay pretty neutral, but still has his sputter there. I love Cam Smith this week. Is there anything else additional that can help me sway on or off?
1: Anyone who reads my article that gets released tomorrow will see that I have faded Cameron Smith for DFS.
0: (laughs) DFS is not necessarily the same as betting, though.
1: It's true. It's true. But, like, he's just so hard to put a gauge on. Like, his stats are so bad. Like, just... He's like one of the worst uh, ball strikers that are like up there. I mean, he's, I guess, yeah, he he's like the 90th best ball striker in this field. So like, that's a little scary. The green regulation numbers are really, really, really bad especially with small greens and the par four scoring is really bad as well. So, but like, it, it it just doesn't seem to matter because every single week, Mm -hmm. Cameron Smith's stats are just abysmal, awful. And yet he just somehow pulls out these top fives and stuff.
0: We're talking about how he's bad at ball striking. He has gained strokes in four straight events, ball striking. So that's a positive.
1: He right. Has- but it, most of it is is just a little bit of approach. He continues to lose a strokes of off the tee. Yes. But, but like, yeah, if we're
0: doing it for the same for Jordan Spieth, one for all, it's a wide open fairway. He has a little bit more leniency here. Ben grass is his best surface. If he can just keep it somewhat accurate, somewhat just get it to the green and his short games are going to take care of the rest.
1: Yeah, I, I will say that he does not have any chance of pulling out a top 10 or better unless he gains more than five strokes putting this week. That, that That's my hot done. take.
0: Which he had Oh, yeah, done. he did
1: last week. Or not last week, sorry. the At St. Jude, he gained like six strokes and finished fifth.
0: And if you he, look at his grass numbers, that. he has gained nearly five strokes at the Zozo. He gained seven strokes putting at the CJ Cup. So, uh, I mean... Four and four strokes, my bad. But I mean, it is there. And then he gained six strokes last week at the WGC. It is possible. Have himself a yeah. good putting week. And yeah, he can be in the top 10. But you are getting plus money for a top 20. So that's probably as far as I would go. And then yeah, everything, yeah, yeah right? everything I do for top 20s, I also sprinkle to win. So, but yes, I that's agree. Fair. If you are getting plus money in a field like this, you would need to see something spectacular out of his putting. Maybe you can take him on the live line. If you see that, that putting is there. You are still going to get a pretty good number, and maybe after day one. The other player that I do like is, surprise to me, Ian Poulter, top Uh-oh. 20 plus 250, top 10 oh, plus boy. 600, and to win a big plus 12,500. Is <laughs> yeah. that right?
1: Sure. 125 to one. Is that, that what seems, you mean? Yeah.
0: That seems like really high. Did I do that correctly? In this
1: field? I I, I think that's pretty accurate in this field.
0: I'm a double check because. Oh, no. Yeah, it's correct. <laughs> he yeah, is a long shot. Line. All right. But yeah. let me tell you, i also a short game player. I usually, yeah. yes, I want to try get in on the players who have a great iron shot. But he has a great putter and he's better than Cam Smith at putting on bent grass greens. <laughs> he's
1: better than most.
0: Better than most. He is gaining four <laughs> strokes, eight strokes, five strokes, seven strokes putting on bent grass surfaces. And he's coming into this with a little bit of confidence. He is gaining, yeah. he has gotten better every week in his last four tournaments, starting with 40th at the US Open, improved 36th of the travelers. Improved 26th at the open, improved to 10th place at the WGC FedEx. Well, what's better than 10th place? There's nine spots that he can contend in. <laughs> and he gained strokes with his at the WGC. He did gain strokes on his iron shot. That is a positive. He was neutral with his ball striking. That's a positive. Combine that with just his sick ability with the flat stick on this surface. I think he can surprise. What do you think about Poulter?
1: I mean, overall, I strongly dislike Poulter, but that goes way back to like the Tiger Woods days when um, Poulter used to like bum rides off a Tiger on his jet plane. Like Tiger would just show up at the airport to get on his plane and and Poulter would just be like at the back of the line with all Tiger's buddies like, oh, hey, Tiger, you mind if I catch a ride on your jet? So, you know, he's, and he's, you know, he's always been like the Europe guy. So he's always been a little weaselly to me. But the Ryder Cup is coming up. And Poulter doesn't have a spot on this team yet. So I think he's going to want to perform this week for old Paddy. Extra, Addy, extra motivation. A little, So a little motivation, yeah. And, yeah, he, he finished T10 here in 2019, like, at Liberty National. So he knows the course. It obviously sets up okay for him. Now, like, the field's probably a little bit stronger this year because golf over the last two years has gotten way better anyway. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the, the short game is definitely there. I mean, he's fourth in putting over the last three months. He's seventh in birdies, too, so those aren't his problems. But, like, the approach numbers are bad. The greens and regulation numbers are really, really bad. And the par-5 scoring, because he's kind of short, is is a little worse than you'd want. But, I mean, he has the potential. And, and yeah, he's going to want to get on that Ryder Cup team. So, I think a top, top 20
0: some of yeah, these Yeah, I think a top good. 20 is
1: a pretty good bet.
0: The players like the ROMs, like the space, those are the ones that you can kind of like risk a little bit to do the top 10. But some of these yeah. longer shots, the longer the odds, just stick to the top 20s and then put a little sprinkle on some of those outright wins. Those are the players yeah. that we like for this week at the, for the, what's the tournament? The Northern Trust. Northern Trust. <laughs> the Liberty Northern, National.
1: I like Brooks and Trust. Burger.
0: Brooks barga Oh, let's hope we eat. So we're going to have Brooks Kepka, yeah. Daniel Berger, John Rahm, Harris English, Jordan Spieth, Cam Smith, and Ian Poulter. Charter was able to come out with the outright last week. Almost had two outrights. Let's be honest. Should have been Henley, but Kisner came up, yeah. <laughs> came through. Hopefully we top have... Top
1: 10s a- and top 20s paid off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we have another outright this week. At the very least, we have ourselves a good week with some of the top 20 finishes. Do make sure to yeah. check out... Charter stuff for DFS on tourjunkies.com. And you can follow him on Twitter at Ant Charter. You can follow me at Pamela M35. And that does it for another episode of Stop of Stouts. Good luck.